don't you just take a, take a second. You start it. Okay, well, I'm not ready for that. Oh, well, okay. I guess <laughs> no, I'm I sorry. I got it. I got it. I'm sorry. I guess the man has to initiate. How okay. Classic. FSBT update round three. I'm just going to keep naming them off so that when we get to round like 27, people can be extremely appreciative for the amount of jokes that you've written for this podcast. I didn't write any of these update jokes today, but I'm going to read half of them or a little less than half of them. So you've already sent me the first one. Thank you. <laughs> uh, breaking news today. Beth Moore announced that she is leaving the Southern Baptist Convention. Although it was later explained to her that you cannot choose to not be Baptist, it just means you were never Baptist to begin with. <laughs> Okay, I didn't put the cadence on the right words, and I didn't put the, although, (laughs) it was later explained to her that you cannot choose. (laughs) We love you so much, Beth Moore, (laughs) and I'm sorry I botched the joke that Matthew wrote for you. It's probably better to look at these ahead of time before you just start reading. But it's so fun when they're, like, really catch you off guard. (laughs) Oh, Beth. Mm. Okay. All right. I'll do one. Okay. A YouTuber in India recently caused a controversy by tweeting that Ravi Zacharias only sinned when he was, quote, seduced by american prostitutes (laughs) you know in my day famous christians could be seduced by any old prostitute not just the fancy american ones (laughs) Uh, they didn't even have to be female oh leave jim baker out of this no not jim baker uh the other one uh, there's there were a Jimmy Swagger or no Ted Ted Haggard Ted Haggard yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Swagger was uh, prostitutes in the car while he had his I Love Jesus T-shirt on. Hmm. So <sighs> yeah, way to bring that joke to a real <laughs> good place, real quickly. All right. Your turn. Okay. (laughs) A new study by researchers at the University of Munich has offered conclusive proof that Jesus was brown-skinned. However, they also discovered that all 12 of his disciples were pasty white dudes. (laughs) So stupid. Who writes these? (laughs) Sad news this week. It appears that the United Methodist Church will be splitting into two denominations. One denomination will be a new, seeker-sensitive community that promises a new synergy of purpose and ministry. The other denomination will be called Christians. (laughs) Oh, Uh. 
awful. <laughs> All of these are awful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle sat down for an interview this week with Oprah Winfrey to explain why they left England. In a related story, Matthew left the kitchen because there were no more donuts because he ate them all. <laughs> all right, you got to read the next one too. Okay. <laughs> you might have to read all the rest of them, but I don't know. Why? The, the next one for sure. There's only a couple more. Okay. On a recent appearance on the Jim Baker show, megachurch pastor Robert Jeffress claimed that we will all work in heaven and be happy because there won't be any government regulations. In response, Jim Baker said, <laughs> send me one million dollars to help the Trump clones defeat Satan's lizard army. Oh, Robert. <laughs> Is Jim right. Baker, like, really off, off, and that, like, just really off now? He is, uh, he is wherever the money is. That's where okay. Jim Baker is. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, finally. This week marked the annual International Women's Day. Where we celebrate the role that women play in our lives by offering them thanks, affirmation, and, in the case of my lucky wife, winter jam tickets. <laughs> oh, what every woman is praying for. <laughs> yeah, you hear that, Kendra? You play your cards right. <laughs> winter jam tickets hard to pass up i hear <laughs> oh man <clears throat> okay matthew what are we listening to what are we listening to i'm listening to uh every once in a while i'll fall into the uh what's it called retro wave i think is the name of it genre where it's like a like the weekend's last album, where it's okay. like uh, like a lot of like retro '80s synth music. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to a group from Australia called September '87. Okay. I'll send you. I'll send you a YouTube. It's they're 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 out there. So <laughs> that's my that's my uh, random thing I'm listening to right now is uh, September '87. Interesting. How did you find them? How did I find them? I was listening to. I don't know. Like every once in a while, I'll just look for like a new genre and fell down a, a, a rabbit hole of, of retro wave. And bold of you to think I'm gonna listen to new music <laughs> from these guys. <laughs> oh man, I've been listening to. Um... Kendrick Lamar. I is he a Christian artist? <laughs> he is actually. 
I mean, you know, <laughs> it depends on who you ask, but yes. Uh, I, I like um, his music because all of the lyrics are familiar to me because I've listened so much, but it's rap music, so I, I don't participate. I just listen, and sometimes that's good for me <laughs> for a music experience. Because literally any other music I listen to, I'm going to sing along. I'm going to find a part and get in there. <laughs> I think out of all the artists that sound like an angry frog, Kendrick Lamar is probably my favorite. <laughs> okay. You're going to get some hate mail for that, but that's fine. <laughs> Uh, that won't be the most offensive thing I say before this is over. Oh, okay, okay. I don't have anything planned. I'm just saying, <laughs> given who I am, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a lot of episode left. Oh, man. Okay, so uh, bra update. Kendra hasn't sent me a bra update. <laughs> is there a bra update for Kendra? Or just... No, you don't know. It's uh, it's it's in the works. We've been, we've had some, uh, we've had a lot of upheaval in the house, uh, in the past couple of weeks with, uh, me being really sick, and then we, yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks, but yeah, okay. it's 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 coming. It just hadn't happened yet. Okay. Well, I took my own advice. I tweeted about this that I took my own advice, and, um, I. <laughs> was not wearing the correct size and so i bought myself a new bra just one well no that's the lie one to start with and then since then i've made a few more purchases and wow i gave some great advice i have to tell you because wearing the right size bra is a game changer <laughs> so uh i'm proud of myself for giving that advice and a little embarrassed that I was walking around and very just yeah okay. Anyways, so Are you, you're not you're, you're not jeopardizing our future sponsorship from <laughs> bust out bras or whatever it was. Don't go to that website. Uh, it's called Breakout Bras. <laughs> let me let me let me go there real quick. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, I was thankful for that girl talk question. If anybody else wants to send me questions or thoughts, or maybe you think that there's something that I need to assess in my own life, put it in the form of a question and send it to me and I'll take my own advice <laughs> and we'll both be better off. Anyways, <laughs> fsbtkc at gmail.com. <laughs> Even if you think it's like a, a mundane question. Yeah. Or not, not even, or if you think it's not interesting or silly yeah send anything send yeah. anything in our first segment was like pretty i mean it was more on the serious side but yeah we could talk about anything ccm questions i have <laughs> yes ccm questions your top 10 ccm artist post 2015 uh -huh. <laughs> september 87 <laughs> Um. <laughs> Burlap to cashmere. <laughs> okay. Um. 
before we move on to this amazing thing I have planned for us that I hope you enjoy, um, I wanted to talk about Dr. Seuss. <laughs> because if there's one thing that people are looking for when they come to Fun Sexy Bible Time, it is us to talk about current events <laughs> in a nuanced way. <laughs> okay, so this whole... This whole thing's going around where the Dr. Seuss trust or his family decided to pull six books from publication that had racist undertones or whatever. That that happened. And of course, conservative people are like, now they're canceling Dr. Seuss, you know. So my thought is, is how can we convince Dr. Seuss's family to put even more of his books out of print? <laughs> Can we be honest about <laughs> Dr. Seuss books? How many really good ones are there? All of them, Casey. Dr. Seuss is a national treasure. Really? Yes. Do you feel that way for real in your heart? I mean... <laughs> how low How low was the bar for illustration when Dr. Wow. Seuss... <laughs> Who hurt you? I just... It, it is rare that I feel like I am <laughs> the voice of the audience. Most of the time, it's me on the lonely hill. You're just a speck on a lonely <laughs> hill. I can barely see you right now. Like, I don't... When I look at the art in Dr. Seuss books, I don't like the way they make me feel. <laughs> I don't... They're not like... It's very, like, all the dark black strokes with these weird creatures and... <laughs> I don't know, it just, there's, yeah, it's fine. They're great books for, like, when your kids are learning sight words and they build the confidence so they can read the books with lots of sight words, but honestly... <laughs> <laughs> like if you sit down and you want to read your kid a book do you want to read big a little a what begins with a aunt annie's alligator a a a they're kind of annoying <laughs> hey listen big t little t what begins with t 10 tired turtles in a tuttle tuttle tree also <laughs> troublesome as in this is a troublesome take from you well i'm just speaking my truth which I've heard is what you're supposed to do on your podcast. You know, speak your truth in your safe place. It, it's a safe place. Any, listen, uh, you know, this is... <sighs> I mean, what am I going to do? Like, what... like, last week was, you know, Dr. Seuss week in a lot of schools. And so George brought home this adorable little cat in the hat thing. And so I read him, the cat in the hat just didn't really do it for me no i think one thing too we're a little out of control like yeah i mean he he should have pulled you. the plug on them thank you for giving me that tiny tiny little thing in this whole segment i mean listen you've, you've out contrarian me and it makes me uncomfortable when you do this because i'm used to being the one with like the crazy unpopular belief last week i sent this to danny over text and he said you have to put this on Twitter. 
I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, this is on Patreon, so people, some people didn't hear this, but you began tonight by telling me how you drew stick figures giving each other a reach around. And now you're crapping on the beloved children's books by Dr. Seuss for, <laughs> for insufficient artwork. I'm not saying all of his stuff is bad. I just, I don't have the same like, oh, this is the best children's book author. This is not the way I thought this was going to go. I thought you were going to do some weird thing about, you know, in light of Ravi Zacharias's uh, false credential scandal, can we just stop calling him doctor when he wasn't really even a doctor? <laughs> I thought that was where this was going, but no, I didn't. was not prepared for a full-scale frontal assault on Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to speak for most of the, uh, what I believe to be most of the, maybe not. Um, I've never really been in touch with what's popular, so I'll <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> but I think there's a whimsy to Dr. Seuss, a, a Wes Anderson whimsy of no, not everything. Everything is a little crooked, a little askew. Uh, like when there's things stacked up on top of each other, they're, they're never like stacked up in a logical way. Uh-huh. It's always like a bunch of heavy things on top of, uh, you know, just, I just lost just... my childlike wonder. <laughs> That's probably the real issue. <laughs> everything is like curved, uh-huh. in, you know, like towards the middle of the page. It feels like, like that's my rec- recollection of Dr. Seuss is that uh-huh. it's, it's just askew and it's, it's a, sort of a, a fun, it's, it's a whimsy. Mm. I feel like we're dealing with a whimsy, whimsy shortage here. Okay. But have you read frog and toad? <laughs> It's just like it's just not a zero sum game. Like just because <laughs> just because you love Frog and Toad does not mean you have to crap all over everything else. I don't. They can both be great. Sure, but they're not. <laughs> As yeah, you did not sell me on that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like this is this is the if critique. We lose, of... If we lose patrons after this episode, <laughs> you can take it straight from my half. <laughs> I feel like this is a critique of someone who watches a Wes Anderson movie and has like a running dialogue of why is everything center shot? Why is no, why are these people dressed no. like this? Why are the letters always yellow? No. I like Wes Anderson. Okay. All you right. know, taste is subjective, so <laughs> I mean, okay. Listen, it's a it's you're free to give whatever opinion you want because we know I've I've certainly dropped some bad ones on this show. Yeah, and even worse ones, not on this show. <laughs> I've received all of them. <laughs> okay, we can move on. <laughs> I, listen, all, all I can still say be is, my friend. <laughs> uh, I mean, why would I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. I will say, pl- listeners, please weigh in on this because I'm sure there's a few people that agree with you. I just don't know what the ratio is. Uh-huh. Okay, so I I don't feel like we've been giving um, 90s CCM enough attention, that the attention that it deserves in our last few dozen episodes. So we're going to do a showdown. Oh, I got to share the, um, 
I gotta share the thing with you. Hold on. I, I like the way you frame that as if there were as <laughs> if there were a gaggle of Christian podcasts who had who had passed us up talking about nineties CCM. Okay. I just shared a uh, a Google Doc with you. So okay. here's what we're doing. We're doing a WoW nineteen ninety six playlist showdown. Fair. Instead of me choosing, like, a selection of them, and then we have to choose from that selection, we're going to choose from the entire two-disc uh, two set list, six each, to put I'm, together. I hadn't even looked at it yet. I'm already at this I know. You're gonna have to I take know. An, you're going to have to take an edit break for you to, like, sit and no, look no, no. at all it's, of them. It's fine. I know what's on it because that's the one I listen to the most. I'm just saying. Me too. I'm that's why I picked it. I, I'm at a disadvantage because Cindy Morgan is on here. <laughs> okay, so six each, and okay. then we'll let people vote on who built the best playlist. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a crapshoot because are we picking our favorite or are we picking to win? I don't know. However, you want to do it. I, I'm not going to be able to pick to win. Do you have winning too... taste? No, I don't. You should know well, this. That by now. explains your love of Dr. Seuss. Okay. Oh, you're digging the <laughs> hole deeper right now. See, you you've got me on a lot of these things, but on Dr. Seuss, I definitely have the high ground. <laughs> I know you do. It's fine. I'm fine to be wrong. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we... go ahead. Sorry, I'm just. I'm going so, well a minute. Yes, yeah, so there's thirty <clears throat> songs to choose from in the in this two disc compilation album. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> we each get to pick six. Now, here's how we're gonna decide if you get to go first. <laughs> okay. I sang a special music one song from each of these discs if oh, you can guess okay. one of them <laughs> i will let you go first because we haven't done a showdown in so long we lost track of who went first okay let me let me start with this too that'll be the easier one to pick from it wasn't the ink uh, let's see it wasn't the class of 95 it wasn't concert <laughs> of the age i know you didn't do carmen this was a baptist <laughs> church so you didn't do shine or pfr See, I know Home Run was a special thing in your church, but I don't think you were the one that sang it. I am not the one who I dressed up. <laughs> I don't think you sang Brother's Keeper because that was weirdly gendered. Um, <laughs> not Take Six. Um, I appreciate this process of elimination. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say maybe Kathy Tricoli, Go Light Your World. <laughs> yes, you got it. I know. Impressive. I know special music. I'm a veteran. <laughs> I'm a veteran of this. Okay, and the other one from the other. Okay, so you get to go first, but I have to share this because I was processing this as I put this together. The other one from the first disc was "Stand" by Susan Ashton. Okay. So saying this when I was a teenager, there's definitely a line in that second verse of that song that talks about beating on your chest. Which is not even the most inappropriate thing because we've got and the I'll Clay Cross cry song. Like a, it says, I'll beat on my chest till my song has been sung and I'll cry like a wolf. Ooh. Like, 
how did I get through that? <laughs> no, I chose that. I chose that. Okay. I know you didn't sing His Love's Coming Over Me, but we actually did have a... We I did not, but did... we have mentioned that song probably more than any other song. I'm just thinking podcast. of it now because we did have a girl that, that sang that in our church growing up. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> so Whew. how does it go? You go first and then I get to pick two? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just call this, okay. It's called a snake draft. And I, I'm going to keep track and then Danny's going to make the graphic for us. Sweet. Thank you, Danny. Yeah. Um, can we we're doing great on time. We got plenty of time to do this. Can we can we just spend a second talking about like what the weakest songs on this thing are? <laughs> yes, I want I've, you. To, I definitely would like to hear that from you. I have two points of this. First of all, they to make money, they put out a wow every single year, but not every artist put out a record every single year, so they kind of fudge it. Uh-huh. And like, you know, if Michael <laughs> W. Smith hadn't done one in a couple of years, they just keep taking tracks from whichever <laughs> his latest one was okay um, okay so there's a gimmick song here the class of 95 wayne watson That's i don't gotta, remember that to the class of 95 <laughs> um yeah that's got to be the also i felt like this was cheating christine dente hey why don't you why don't you take a take a place at the end of the line honey like you were in this one twice so is margaret becker yeah that's true (laughs) yeah so is susan ashton wow yeah i guess ladies just i guess my problem was the 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 trio but i think twyla paris was jealous not to be in that group yeah what what happened there ashton becker dente where's paris <laughs> who was the here's my question for you who was the last entry who was the last person that they said yeah okay all right you're number 30 um out of these songs uh, yeah out of the whole 30 <sighs> phil keggy maybe <laughs> maybe yeah hmm <laughs> Okay. Interesting that Carmen got the... Oh, not interesting, but Carmen's on the second disc when he probably deserved to be on the first disc. <laughs> I don't. I haven't thought about the whole placement on the disc, but now that you say it, number one, Michael W. Smith. Number two, Amy Grant. Number three, yeah. Stephen Curtis Chapman. It's pretty clear what the, what the, the, the premier disc was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, enough talk. I'm going to pick... Uh, okay, I got I to do it. Michael W. Smith, "Cry for Love," an okay. absolute, absolute banger of the song. Okay. Um, I can't listen to the. I can't say who told me this because it was in a DM, <laughs> but a a Christian artist told me we were talking about Michael W. Smith, and he said. Matthew, you're so famous. You can't tell which famous person told me this in the DMs. Sorry, I know, but it's really it's really good because I because I okay, let's it's hear really it. Good. He said, "Oh yeah, this was this was on that tour where he was pretending to be Peter Gabriel." Uh- <laughs> and it's, I just died because it's, it's such a perfect description. But I love it. 
just a like a really good up you know up tempo edgy pop yeah. song had a great black and white music video with a, a really pretty woman in a in a glass jar you probably that he... do your own uh, your own podcast about all the pretty women and all the ccm videos from the 90s i absolutely could because <laughs> that was that was as close as i got so there's a the video he he has like a tiny fairy woman that he keeps inside a glass jar for no apparent reason and then <laughs> he opens the jar and like gets caught in a whirlwind which it was the 90s symbolism was I don't big remember that yeah even if the symbolism didn't make sense. I would like it if sense. somebody made like one of those super long YouTube things with just a bunch of CC and music videos in a row. Like mm. that. <laughs> okay. I get to pick two now, right? Yep. Okay. I'm going to go with <laughs> Heaven in the Real World, Stephen Curtis Chapman. I mean, you got to. It's They're 1A and 1B. Also... The song is fine. The first, like, minute of the song with all, like, the headlines and then the Billy Graham talking, I forgot about that. And I was listening to it tonight like, oh, wow. This is so powerful. I was fully back as, like, a sixth grade Baptist youth group girl. <laughs> was it better? I mean, Billy Graham with the voiceovers had a had a moment in... <laughs> Was, was it better or worse than the, the Billy Graham voiceover for DC Talks Mind's Eye? Mm. Which one was that? Was what it was... Mind's Eye? Of uh, it was like right in the middle of Mind's Eye. He was like, "How did it go?" I can't remember how it started, but it was like um, uh, something about the wind. Like I've never oh. seen, I've never seen the wind. <laughs> that was um, yeah, maybe it was that one. Oh, I'm gonna go listen to that later. <laughs> okay. Can you see God? I've never seen the wind, but I. Uh-huh. Well, oh, however that's it goes. So good. Okay, Matthew. All right. <laughs> uh, sorry, not sorry. I'm taking PFR. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you suck. It was like. One of my favorite songs on this whole 30 song. So I picked my, yeah, I took it. Mm. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Why did you have to take the PFR? shortest song on the whole 30, 30 songs? It's like two and a half minutes and it's so good. Okay, I'll, I gotta move past that because that was <laughs> the, the sketchy part about PFR was they had two lead singers, which is one of the reasons I liked them. But one of them sang with a faux British accent, <laughs> and it it it, it kind of had a limit, and you get a large dose of it in this song. It's true. And it's like, dude, you guys are from Minneapolis, like you. <laughs> this is not working. I don't know I what we're it. going for here, but I love it. <laughs> if this had been a Joel Hansen song, I mean, maybe maybe I'd be offering you the Michael W. Smith song as a trade, but. <laughs> Okay, um, my turn. I'm sorry, I didn't let you talk about it. No, I did. I just, I loved it. Okay. Um, did you know? That was know... like my first exposure to PFR. Not that I listened to them a whole lot, but 
they weren't played on the radio here so yeah did you know that they once played that song in an episode of friends because courtney cox liked pfr great lengths yep no i didn't know that I'm currently re-watching Friends right now, though, so I will listen for it. I mean, it could be a, an urban legend, because I try never <laughs> to watch Friends on purpose for any reason. But. When I worked at Crusade, someone told me that Courtney Cox's sister used to be on staff there with Crusade. Oh, really? Campus mm. Crusade. I don't know if that's true either. <laughs> we should just start, you know, what's all the what's all the other gossip we've heard about Courtney Cox? <laughs> anything else <laughs> how did you feel about the courtney cox david arquette i mean how'd you feel about that about what them getting divorced or married or... married yeah i don't know i don't really have any uh what well, i didn't really know of him i yeah it's hmm. he was dewey from scream i mean right that's Good for him. I'm not going to say anything bad. Good for him. He got to be married to Courtney Cox. Gold digging? (laughs) No, I'm saying that was maybe the best case scenario for him was Courtney Cox. (laughs) So. All right. Uh, Just for like cultural impact, I think I have to go shine from the newsboys. Okay. (laughs) Good choice. And also to count, because I don't want you to get all the youth vote. From having PFR. <laughs> so I gotta take Shine. Um, Shine, kind of edgy. Still edgy. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to be doing a podcast at some point on uh, on Carmen. The, uh, the Fitzpatricks asked me to come on and do an episode about Carmen. Okay. And we're going to talk about how, like... There was an edginess, like in the uh, in the mid '90s CCM, that came out because of like the culture wars and feeling like uh-huh. we're the we're the persecuted ones, uh-huh. and I think that's what this is. You see a little bit of that coming out in the newsboys, and they're in the mid '90s of, um, you know, shine and we're not ashamed, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they had a song on the "Take Me to Your Leader" album where they were talking about secular music and they said i'd rather be dipped in the bubonic plague (laughs) (laughs) than 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 do secular music that's a lyric yep the lyric is i've heard that positive pop you dig i'd rather be buried in the no i'd rather be dipped in the bubonic plague (laughs) and the name of the song is god is not a secret so if you're keeping score at home, I mean, God is had the wait. Oh, that was on Take Me to Your Leader. Yeah. I'm thinking so, of going public. So God is not dead and God is not a secret for those of you scoring at home. <laughs> and heaven is for real. That's number three. <laughs> That's our next showdown. <laughs> Just all of the Christian weird phrases. <laughs> Oh, that was a good choice, Shine. Okay. Oh gosh, I I'm gonna take uh, DC Talk. I wish we'd all been ready. 
<sighs> Bold. <laughs> Which, you know, if you want to make youth group kids really care about their relationship with God, just scare them with a heartfelt song about the rapture. <laughs> Which they didn't write that. Who did write that, Casey? <sighs> um, hold on. I got it. I mean, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I can't think of it. When you C- say it, I'm like, oh yeah. CCM's long lost almond brother, uh, Larry Norman. Yes, Larry Norman. <laughs> Which the video to that song is basically uh, a love letter to Larry Norman. Larry Norman is in that video. Okay. As, as they gather around him and stare longingly at him as like they're soaking up his wisdom. Did they know at that point what Le- what Larry Norman was about? That's my question. <laughs> you mean the the what was Larry Norman about? <laughs> Putting his penis places where it did not belong. <laughs> I'm going to go with what well, who knows? They could have known. I think that one thing we have learned is that uh, men will make exceptions for each other on all manner of things. That's why I've circumvented that as as an accountability measure by just not having any friends. (laughs) No one will let me off the hook because I don't have any friends. Safeguarding uh, my marriage over here. A brilliant plan. Thank you. <laughs> good song. Okay. Good song. Thank you. Even even with the Larry Norman stink on it, it's a good song. Okay, so we got some bangers left on the board here. Yeah, we do. Um, even though we've talked about this before. Uh, God is in control. It's too high for her. Like she's <laughs> she's yelping and yowling as the song moves along. Here's the thing. I don't think it's too high for her. I think that she has a soprano voice, which doesn't really always translate to like pop in in meaningful ways. <sighs> Poppy sounding stuff. I think she has the range for it, but she's trying to sing in a way that she maybe wasn't trained to sing. <laughs> the stress of it was so much that she it produced her iconic uh, album cover where she's bleached out. It's and... one of my favorite tweets from you when you talk about Twilight Ferris looking like a White Walker. <laughs> Shout out to the three people who got that joke. Uh, <laughs> All right, I feel like I got to take Carmen off the board, but the problem is that's a just—I know this is a bad as a subjective term for Carmen songs, but that's a bad Carmen song. Step of mm. faith. I mean, okay, so are you taking it or no? Oh, so I've got Carmen. I gotta. It's don't I've tell got, me what's left that you want because you know I'll take it. Yeah, you will. Um, <laughs> you can't trust somebody who doesn't like Dr. Seuss. Okay, I gotta, I, I gotta make a, a pull for the people here. Uh, that's what. Never mind. <laughs> All right, I'm taking for him off the board. 
because for future generations just yes. a great song that opening to that song that little key on the piano and then like the whoosh it's so good it's like the intro to a michael bay scene <laughs> where the like the like a transformer is like where the airplanes are about to you know come over and drop bombs um <laughs> any any andy song is just i don't know like andy's good and for him i don't have the i don't have the knowledge that deep into for him of whose voice is who yeah, yeah. andy was the shortest one i know that doesn't <laughs> help andy's the one that sings for future generations how about that i love that song i'm gonna listen uh, to that later too i need to make a list I, September 87. <laughs> what was the other one? Best playlist ever. Um, Some DC Talk song with Billy Graham. Yeah, Mind's Eye from DC Talk. <laughs> um, so this is what we've talked about for future generations before. And the reason you love it is because it has like a little back and forth on environmentalism, like in the second verse. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look like it up right now. I like can't think of it while I'm talking. So, so they 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 spend like the first part of the verse craps on environmentalism, but then Andy brings it around and he's like, "So nature, <laughs> so nature has its needs. That's a lesson learned." <laughs> oh yeah, <sighs> Mother Earth can't take much more. The hammer's gonna fall, and then he turns it. So nature has its needs. That's a lesson learned. But but. <laughs> It appears to me there are greater concerns. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That whole sequence holds up. You know what? It holds up. We, as Christians, we should take care of the earth, but that's not our primary concern. Fair. Fair, Andy. Yeah, and you put it in a song. <laughs> a beautiful song. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> man. I think one of the reasons I like for future generations is because in the mid nineties, there was like we were talking about, there was a lot of uh, dread and angst of Mm -hmm. we're the persecuted ones. Now Clinton's in the white house. It feels like everything's falling apart on us as a church. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and there's a lot of like weird end times stuff getting kicked around Mm -hmm. in the nineties of, are we in the last days? Is this the last days? (laughs) So it was kind of reassuring to have a song come out where they were talking about for future generations mm. and not, this is the last generation. <laughs> I wish we'd all been ready. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> How many have we chosen each? Three? I think, yeah, I think we're at three. Well, we're halfway done. <laughs> What's our time at? Okay. Um, we're at like 40 minutes. All right. Okay, I'm going to go with... I know what I... <laughs> I have like songs highlighted that I think will win and songs highlighted from this album that I love. That's the struggle. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take... The Great Divide by Point of Grace. Oh, you took the one I was going to say. No, I was <laughs> No, I knew you wouldn't take that. But I think anybody who was listening to CCM in this era, Point of Grace was huge. Mm-hmm. Just 
everywhere. <laughs> the Great Divide. There's a bridge <laughs> to cross the Great Divide. How about all the literary devices they used in this song? <laughs> and it wasn't enough that they they turned the wordplay in in the final part of there's a cross to bridge the great divide they also had to go up a key just to oh, really yeah. nail it just to really nail it home i mean <laughs> is it even a point of grace song if it doesn't have a key change <laughs> oh man <laughs> how about the mom style of point of grace like some of those album covers they have like when I... they're wearing like the the baptist mom outfits I, a couple of them were moms and they definitely had to dress a certain way mm-hmm. to stay on the good side of the audience i remember <laughs> they put out a book um when their life life love and other mysteries album came out they put mm-hmm. a book out with that and i definitely read it and i think one of the chapters talked about that about modesty because you know they came out for one of their shows and then it's something shirts too tight or i don't remember so i think they were dressing how they had to dress to stay off the uh the amy grant highway <laughs> the highway to hell no. <laughs> you can only be 60 percent attractive when you're a female christian artist <laughs> when you're a female christian well okay okay all right so hmm man this one's tough this one's really tough um (sighs) hmm All right, I gotta go with my hormones. I just gotta take Cindy Morgan off the board. I I know in if you didn't know me, like I feel like that song would still be there, but because you know me, there's a chance that you're gonna take it just to mess with me. I know I knew that you wanted song that song. It's, <laughs> it's a, a good one. It is a really great song. <laughs> it's got an unfortunate lyric in there. Which was you are the song man. She's talking about God. <laughs> she calls him the song man. Is it like you were the song man? <laughs> no, it's like one of those. I I felt like I had a little window to. I just felt like she, like her syllables were off, and she had uh-huh. to fill that spot with something. It was like you are the song man. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, we don't need to go over this again. Just, but just to say, Cindy Morgan, stunningly beautiful, <laughs> and I'm married now. That's fine. This this happened way in the past. I gotta say, in '96, just an absolute knockout <laughs> for 15 year old Matthew to stare at in the Christian bookstore. Mm-hmm. The hair, hair. Just hair game was a 10 for Cindy Morgan. 
If you say so. You don't <laughs> like would, the Cindy Morgan hair? I mean, I would love her to come back in style. I can pull it off. I got, I got the, I got the froey, frizzy, curly, wavy. What is it? Is it? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> another, another Christian song like where it doesn't. It sounds good, but then when you think about it, like, what does it actually mean? Like, sweet, sweet days of grit. What does that mean? (laughs) Like, are we in those right now? Like, is that what she's saying? Is this what's going to happen in heaven? Like, this, this, the sweet, sweet days of grace? Like, what? I don't know. I mean, I guess if I had paid more attention to all the lyrics. It's not You Are the Song Man. It's You Are the Song and well you just you just violated my entire adolescence there (laughs) i just looked up the lyrics because you were trying to figure out what it meant listen i know in my heart what she said okay (laughs) you're the song and is that but is that better or worse and then it goes into the rainfalls right (laughs) okay (laughs) I don't think it makes sense either way, but it's it's a moot point. CCM lyrics don't have to make sense. Not when you're as beautiful as Cindy Morgan is. (laughs) The lyrics can be whatever they want. Did you own the CD or you could just look at it when you went to the store? I would like to not answer that question and move on. (laughs) It is your turn to pick. Okay. Um, you know what? Hmm. Okay. I don't even care. I'm going with Ray Bolts. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So <laughs> there's a playlist on Spotify for this out al- this compilation because the uh, the album's not on Spotify. So someone just put it all together. But the version of the Anchor Holtz is not Ray Bolts. It's somebody who does not sing as well. Anyway, so I went hmm. to Ray Bolts's Spotify. He just has an amazing voice. And he had some really great songs. Just really, really good. Not all of them. Some of them were awful. But the Anchor Holtz was a good one. What's his, so. what's his secular comp? Because he had a gift for like really dramatic ballads. Right. Yes. That's so, exactly perfect. Just a perfect description. So I struggle with this. What is his secular comp though? I don't know. Like this is going to sound weird, but is it Edwin McCain? <laughs> Maybe. Like overly emotional ballads. <laughs> Is it is it James Blunt? Like, is it who is who is the secular? Is it's, it wouldn't be El? I mean, this no pun intended. Honestly, no pun intended. But is it Elton John? Yes, yes, okay. it is. Okay, it absolutely is. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. I feel good. We we worked through that. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. I don't know if Rebels is still making music somewhere, but I would listen to it. 
I just got a great voice. All right. All right. So I have two left. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wait, no. One, two, three. Yeah, I have one left. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna leave some. We're gonna leave a lot of people on the board. Yeah, we are. Um. Oh. Okay. So here's the thing. I love Rich Mullins. I really love Rich Mullins. Not not his best song with Brothers Keeper. No. no. It's it's actually not a good it's not a great song. <laughs> it's one of those where he Okay, it's one of those where he had something really important to say mm-hmm. and that that came before the song. Mm-hmm. Like there's some songs where I think the music came first and that's why it was so beautiful. This one is he had an idea, I believe. <laughs> yeah. And then just sort of cobbled a song around it. Yeah, that's that's a I think that's a fair assessment. Um okay, so my my pick is going to be Send Out a Prayer by Anointed. <sighs> I'm actually shocked that you picked that. I was a huge Anointed fan. Me too, Matthew. We've never connected over this. <laughs> I, that, I think that was the th- I don't know if I bought it or my youth pastor my youth pastor worked at a Christian bookstore like uh like as his, his other job so he would bring me cds all the time i think either i bought it or he gave it to me but i had that cd and holy moly what a great cd <laughs> send out a prayer the call yes yes great songs great yes. songs yes um they they pulled off like the rarely seen three in one group where uh-huh. like there's three of one gender and one of the other because uh-huh. it's it's weird like it's it's like vocally imbalanced because you keep waiting for like the other male mm-hmm. singers voices and i don't know it's it, hard to explain but they pulled it off like it, their songs were incredible and i don't know where they went and i, I looked them up a couple years ago and they're still making music or a couple of them are yeah but, um i don't know i just felt like maybe they were market corrected out by the Winans and because mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much of a market was there in mainstream CCM for right. gospel. Yeah. You know, I don't mean to sound insensitive. If but... I would have known that you loved anointed, I would have picked that sooner. I was saving that one to be like, this is a song that I love that no one's going to vote for. <laughs> oh, like, uh, send out a prayer like it was so oh so good so it was so such an earnest song yes it was the perfect perfect blend of like the music matching the what the the lyrics were of yes it was it was earnest and mournful and it just it really made you want to pray for them (laughs) in that moment of yes "Yes, whatever you need me to pray for i will pray for (laughs) oh that's so good I'm happy to know this. Wow. Yeah. As you, uh, I'm gonna look them up because I remember, I remember seeing something about the guy from Anointed. I don't remember what the deal was, but I'm gonna look him up. Okay. As you pick out your last one. Well, you kind of ruined my plans. So, um, I'm just, I'm gonna go with "Go Light Your World." Okay. I sang it. <laughs> It's familiar. Uh, this was a cover. Because actually, Chris Rice wrote this song. Ooh. So. Tough beat. 
Uh, I think he wrote it. I'm pretty we've got sure. Some, uh, we've got some, some checkered songwriters on this compilation. <laughs> well. Hmm. Okay. I feel like we're pretty evenly matched on this. Wait, do you have one more? I do have one more. Oh, you have one more. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Kathy Tricoli, I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Sneakily hot. <laughs> She's got that I, raspy, raspy... Yeah, and as an alto, there's less songs for you to choose from for special music. So she was she was a good choice for me. Did, did she and Ashley Cleveland cancel each other out? Like, was there only room for one raspy-voiced CCM lady? <laughs> oh, Matthew. Yes, and her name uh, is Lauren Daigle. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh okay, so I'm between Carmen just as a tribute pick and Margaret Becker, which I had some Margaret Becker love. I uh, bet you did. <laughs> not not really even in that way. Like I didn't I didn't have a crush on her as I did for Cindy Morgan. This was more of like a just an artistic thing. I loved her okay. music. Um that was the second CD I ever bought was Margaret Becker. Um, what was the first? Uh For Him's debut. For him, wow. self-titled CD. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and your second was Margaret Becker? Yeah. That was back when my dad was uh, censoring a lot of the stuff I would listen to. And okay. if it had guitars and drums, it was kind of iffy. Okay. So it had to be like really gentle CCM there for a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... Jeez, I really don't like the song "Step of Faith," but I feel like I just need to pick Carmen as a as a tribute because <laughs> I'm looking at what else is on the board. I mean, "Common Creed" is a pretty good song. Mm-hmm. Biggest part of me is a pretty good song. Uh, all right, I'm I'm just gonna take Carmen. Just I mean, he okay. passed away. This is a tribute. Uh, Step okay. of Faith, Carmen. Tribute, uh, tribute with a, vote. With I a special, a special, special appearance in this video by Ricky Skaggs. Okay. Uh, the way that you have trivia for every single thing we talk about is just perfect. <laughs> I love is it. it. Is, here's my question: Is there? This is not a pat on the back. I'm just genuinely curious. Is there anyone as as pathetically suited for this? No. <laughs> Anybody else you would have had as a partner would have had actual friends in the 90s. <laughs> Not me. I know something about all of these guys. So, yeah, Step of Faith, Carmen, one of his uh, several cowboy country western songs. <sighs> I mean, it is what it is. It's audacious and mm-hmm. maybe a little cringeworthy, but he went for it. And <laughs> that was more than you can say f- for a lot of people. Is he really, really Not went the for it. Brothers. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see the Chrysagas brothers do this, but. It, they wouldn't be able to carry the Ricky Skaggs harmony. It would just be both of them singing Carmen's part. 
Is there any? That's that's the part of them that drives you the craziest. It's that they don't yes. harmonize, right? Yes, yes. Because so they're brothers, just... and family voices are the best for harmony because you have like similar tones. <laughs> interesting microcosm of their relationship that they literally cannot harmonize, or will, or will not harmonize. <laughs> they they must be fused. <laughs> All right. all right wow 96 what a beautiful segment thank you for playlist doing that. showdown awesome and we can definitely do this again because how many wow compilations are there <laughs> what so, point do you what point do you drop off hmm. when did they stop making them i don't know because once you hit like 2000 2001 i was already on napster at that point <laughs> <laughs> Or let me let me rephrase that. My friends at Christian College were on Napster at that point. Okay, was there a two thousand? Yeah, I think it just kept going. Do they still make them? I don't know. Okay, I probably dropped off in the late nineties. I mean, I can go through ninety nine easily. Yeah. There was also a worship. Was it a Wow worship? yeah and then they then they started getting cute with it and did like uh you know wow gospel wow you know mm-hmm. all, all different kinds of things mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shout to the north oh my gosh all right <laughs> forgot i'm gonna i'm gonna um get all this ready for danny to make the graphic and listen to CCM until my heart's content. Beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful. I love it. Hey, listen. Big T, little T, what begins with T? Ten tired turtles in a tuttle tuttle tree. Also, troublesome.